You are listening to the Reality Steve podcast with your host, Reality Steve. He's got all the latest info and behind the scenes juice on Peter's upcoming season of The Bachelor and interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. Now, here's Reality Steve. What's up, everybody? Welcome to podcast number 156. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you very much for tuning in. Got a good show for you again this week. Got a Bachelor Nation person. We've got our weekly talk with someone from Temptation Island. But before we get started, a couple things I want to talk about. Spoilers coming here. Not major spoilers because nothing new has happened. Uh, Peter's ending of his season uh, will be this weekend. The final rose ceremony is this weekend. When I know, you will know. There is no need to ask every day. Have you heard anything yet? What's the final two? Who did Peter choose? All this stuff. Um, when I know, you'll know. And you get your spoilers every season for The Bachelor. This season will be no different. You've gotten a ton already. And you know a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. You know all about the Victoria stuff. You know what went on behind the scenes there. Um, so there's a lot of stuff that you know, but you know, when I, when I know the final three breakdown, since we know Kelsey got eliminated at number four and we know the final three are Victoria Madison and, um, Hannah Sluss. So when I know you'll know, and I usually don't write columns on the weekend. So unless I find out over the weekend, um, I probably won't announce it on Twitter. Even if I do find that out, I'll probably wait. Um, I just... I don't even want to give you a possible date because the second I do and it doesn't come, then everyone's jumping down my throat. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? So we'll just leave it at you will know when I know and I can get to a computer and write it. I'm not doing anything next week. Uh, so when, if hopefully if I find out next week, you'll know and I'll, and I'll put it out there. And I, obviously I want to make sure that it's right and, uh, and kind of go from there. Uh, one other thing that came up last night, I tweeted it out. And that's that Chase Rice uh, addressed his appearance on The Bachelor this season uh, at the CMAs last night. And, you know, it was interesting because, you know, he basically said that he felt set up. He's like, look, I was just there to do my music. And they, you know, they played a little bit of games and I'm not for that. And it's just like, whatever, it's not my thing. Um, But, you know, it's like, as I said on Twitter last night, here are the facts. Chase knew Victoria was going on the show because she told him before, because she was hanging out with him the weekend before she left to do filming. He knew he was going to be a performer on the show this season, obviously. He was contacted. They said, you're going to sing, you know, promote your songs on one of our dates. He's been on reality TV before. He blasted to the final two on a season of Survivor. So this guy knows what reality TV is all about. For him to say that, he didn't expect it or he was surprised or he doesn't do that. It's just like, sorry, dude, can't cut you any slack there, man. You should have known. You knew Victoria was going on the show. You knew you were performing on a date. If you didn't, if you couldn't put two and two together and think that far ahead that you might've been performing on a date that Victoria was on, then you just aren't too bright. It was obvious it was going to happen and it did. So, But clearly it had no effect on Peter because Peter kept Victoria until at least final three. So, you know, know, it's not like Chase and Victoria were long-lost lovers and they were like in a long-term relationship and, oh, my God, she broke my heart and now she's doing, uh, you know, dating a guy right in front of me while I perform. It was like, look, they were hooking up uh, because he's a country singer and she's a fame chaser. So there you go. But... Just his answer last night, I tweeted it out. If you didn't see it, it's there. Go check my Twitter. Um, He was asked about it, and he just seemed kind of put off that he was set up by the show. And it's just like, man, if you didn't see that coming, I I don't feel sorry for you. Sorry. But anyway, that's that. Uh, I do want to uh, just get right into the podcast today. Let's just let's get started. Uh, First up, haven't talked to her in two years. Good friend of mine, Lace Morris. She was on Ben Higgins' season. And then we have... And then she got engaged on season three of Bachelor in Paradise. We'll talk about that a little bit. Not necessarily who she got engaged to, but just the whole process of getting engaged on that show. 
And then we have our Temptation Island weekly chat. This week we have Isonica Vieira, who is the girlfriend of Gavin, who was on last week. Isonica, definitely someone who wears her emotions on her sleeve. And she's very forthcoming uh, about why she did the show, how she wasn't really thrilled to be there, uh, and a lot more. So check that out. First up, Lace Morris, then followed by Sonica Vieira. All right, let's bring in our guest. Uh, she first saw her on Ben Higgins' season of The Bachelor, and then season three of Bachelor in Paradise. It's been a couple of years since she's been on. It's a good friend of mine. It's Lace Morris. Lace, how are you? Hi, friend. How are you? I'm good. Are you uh, <laughs> braving the cold in Denver right now? Is it cold? Is it snowing? Uh, no, it's like 60 degrees. It's so nice. Wait a second. When was it snowing? Like a week ago? I remember no, seeing all that we stuff. Actually, we actually did get a snowstorm like in October, which was really early for us, but um, we have great weather here. I think I remember I was looking at... Um, <clears throat> either your story or maybe it was Leah's story. And I was just seeing yeah. you guys in a snow and a snow. It might've even been uh, Blake too. And um, yeah, no, we got a lot of snow. So okay. Far. <laughs> but ne- but then it cleared up and now you're good. Yeah. We're okay. great for the week. All right. Since we last spoke, quite a few things have gone on in your life that yes. we're going to talk about. Uh, we're not going to talk too much show here because there really isn't much to talk about. Although I do want to bring, yeah. I do want to talk about one thing before we get on to your relationship stuff and whatnot. Um, I want to talk about Paradise real quick with you. Not necessarily about Grant, because we already covered that in the last podcast. We don't want to talk about him. But right. just no. just overall about getting engaged on this show, because we had three engagements that happened two months ago on Paradise, and already two of them are done. Right. Um, so I'm asking you, as someone who got engaged on that show, going into it, did you ever think that you would get engaged on that show? No, I really didn't think going into it that it would really happen just with the odds, but um, no, I didn't. <laughs> but why? Okay, so why did you? <laughs> then? Be- because I think the odds of it and then just no, I don't know. It's just thinking of like all of us already tried to find love on the first show and then all of us trying to do it with each other and we're all already crazy. It's not just me. So it's, <laughs> I don't know. I just thought of it as a fun, fun time. Okay, so when you got engaged, did you actually think, not saying that you didn't take it seriously, but did you look at the engagement as more of a fun thing? Like, hey, this is cool. We, you know, the end of the show. A couple other people did it. So we might as well, you know, Carly and Evan did it. No, Amanda Josh did it. So, yeah, I know. But you know what it is? You go into it, because of course we're all trying to find love. But I think a lot of us, well, I don't want to speak for anyone, but for me, it's like the the fantasy of getting engaged and having that whole life and just, you know, just the, the way they do it. It's kind of like the fantasy of it. You want it so bad. So you you want it to work, Mm -hmm. but the the odds of it working is just so slim. What was the, um, the, do you remember if you were first, second or third to get engaged that season with Carly and Evan and Amanda and Josh? Like an order? Yeah. Were you guys? I have no idea. Uh, I think we were third to last if I'm not mistaken. I don't know, though. Oh, so you think you were the last couple to get engaged? You think the other two? No, I think that. Before you? No, I think there was one after us. Oh, okay. So, just post show. Been na- a while. <laughs> na- nav- <laughs> yeah, uh, navigating the engagement post show was it just one of these things where you're kind of like, oh shit, why did I do that? <laughs> yes and no. I think as like since then now when I go to date, people are like, wait, you got engaged? And it's just like, well, it didn't really, like, it wasn't real, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. It's just, looking back, it seems so dumb to me. <laughs> no, I mean, I think I mean, I mean, think you could say that. I mean, you guys lasted, I can't remember how many, how many months did you after, last I mean, post-show? we were together six months after the show. Okay. So that, I mean, that's probably good for Paradise, considering we've, we've already had two of this year's three couples already right. end yeah. it. Demi and Christian, and um, who's the other one that broke up? Why am I blanking on who got engaged in this paradise that I'm completely blanking Tate. on that broke up? Oh, uh, isn't it the uh, guy that lives in Denver, the retired guy? No, crap, I don't remember. Wait, no, you might. Who am I? Um, Chris? No, Chris and no, Chris and Katie are still together. Oh, okay. 
Shit, I don't know. Oh wait, no. Th- then I'm I'm wrong. Only one of them has broken up, and that's Demi and Christian. Because Chris and Katie are still together, and Dylan. And oh yeah, Tasha just bro- they broke up, but they they didn't. Get that's okay. Right? That's what I'm thinking. Okay. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Dylan and Hannah and Chris and Katie are still together. Um, but yeah. we'll see what happens with that. All right, right. let's. Uh, I was just I was just curious because we've come off Paradise and. No, totally. I'm glad you asked because I just I it's still something that gets brought up when I date or just talking to people it's just i don't know you don't know if it's really gonna last because then you get out of paradise and you go to real life and you're like oh you're not the same person that you were on the show because you're kind of secluded on an island with no real life and social media but the fantasy of it seems so amazing so i I laugh at it now yeah you mean you mean to tell me that grant wasn't the same person off the show that he was on (laughs) no way hey you you warned me (laughs) i did um uh, I think, yeah, I mean, that's funny. Well, I mean, you know, whatever. He wants to be, he can go rap now. He can be a rapper. Um, right. Whatever he's. Right. <laughs> Anyways, not talking about is. him. <laughs> yeah. So, so let's move from that to, uh, the last time we spoke, you were, yes. <laughs> you were at the beginning stages of a yeah. relationship. I actually, um, I met you guys. When I was out in Denver that one weekend, and oh yeah, you did. I met Russell, met you guys, hung out. Um, you know, seemingly everything was okay, but that was, I think, kind of in the beginning of your relationship, roughly. Um, it was. So obviously, people break up or things happen. So what ultimately what happened with you guys? Um, you know, we were together for like two and a half years, I think. Um, was it that long? Holy shit. It was. I know. It was two and a half years. I couldn't believe it. It went so fast. Um, I think I don't I don't really want to give that much detail because it's just personal. But I feel like I lost myself in that relationship and I just wasn't myself. And I, I don't know. I was just in a weird place in life and I wasn't able to give him all of me. And it just caused problems. And we tried so hard to make it work, but we just could not make it work. And didn't you guys get a dog together we did so we got a dog and for christmas and i totally raised him so did he you know but then when we split like the week before we split i got another dog for him to play with because we're so busy with work and stuff so then um right as i got her we, we split so i took her and he he kept him okay so you ended up getting two dogs total and each of you got one yeah the break yeah has was it was a tough loss because I raised Rocco, so it was hard, and I, you know, everyone knew him on my story. So, but Wait. Lola is the best. I love her. <laughs> why am I? Why am I mixing up? I, I for some reason I thought you had Rocco. No, I have Lola. I have the new one. You have Lola. Okay. Yeah. Um, speaking of your story, um, what have you? I, I know that when the breakup happened, it was tough, and um. Definitely one of the hardest breakups I've ever had in my life because we definitely thought we were getting married together or getting married together, getting married. So it was, it was the hardest breakup I've ever had, but I think it was a blessing in the end because I ended up being able to just find myself in the last six months and do things that have been on my list for a long time. So like, what are some of the things you've done? Hmm. Let's see here. I got my own place and I live downtown, which has been on my bucket list because I've never lived downtown. But a big one is I got a boob job. <laughs> yeah, we were definitely going to talk about that. Um, but before yeah. we get before we get to that part, um, on your breakup and just in general, I remember you had quite a few. Um, you you put out quite a few posts on it um, about how you know you were going through stuff and you really, I mean, not depressing stuff, but you were sad. I mean, you were obviously sad. Oh yeah, and for you, sure. And you yeah. were very vocal about it on your Instagram. Yes. Um, because so, I think people should know that you have to mourn a, a, a relationship. You just have to. Well, yeah, but it's um, okay. It's okay to share it too. <laughs> and you did. And did you get? How was the response when you shared that stuff? You know, it was confusing. A lot of people were confused. No one really knew. Like they they questioned it, but like I I still to this like I think it stopped a couple months ago. People asking, "Did you guys break up?" Because I I wasn't very clear about it. I just made that one post with the dog that I'm kind of moving on doing me, but, but, um, I mean, I definitely post all that sad stuff, but no one knew, but a lot of people question it. So I knew. Yeah. (laughs) 
you know everything. <laughs> well, I knew because I knew because you called me and told me yeah. about it. Yeah, and, you're one of my good friends. And I think it was I think it was a you know, I know that it hurt you a lot and I know that you were you were bothered by it. But yeah, now looking back on it when I remember that post that you made, for someone who didn't know that you were officially broken up, I guess it would have looked like Wait, right, correct. Wait, what is what's going on with her? Like is she, Yeah. You know, what's what's the latest? Um how has dating life been since then? Um it's been tough. I mean, it's hard to date in Denver, but I don't know. I also am not I wasn't ready. Like I'm not ready to just jump into a relationship that quickly. I wanted to give myself like more than six months to a year just to kind of really be confident in myself and being alone. Yeah. But I mean, I've, I've talked to a few guys here and there and nothing's worked out. So is it, is it, um, app stuff, dating app stuff or is no, it... I haven't touched the apps. I'm not even doing the app thing. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. So you're not gonna, it's all been in person and through friends and yeah, it just hasn't, it hasn't been there. No. All right, everybody. We'll take a break real quick. Got a new podcast sponsor for you. And it's another podcast out there. You know I like dogs. I got Luca about 16 months ago. My beagle, she's great. There's a new podcast out there for dog lovers called Dog Tales. Tells the story, true stories of heroic canines that have gone above and beyond the best friend duties that dogs are known to be. There's Buddy the German Shepherd, the world's first official seeing eye guide dog. There's Huskies Balto and Togo. Each episode of Dog Tales comes out on Monday, and it's unique as the puppies themselves as they're sure to bring you closer to the furry friend in your life. So check it out. It's on Parcast Networks, and it's called Dog Tales. It comes out every Monday. Check it out. If you're a dog person, even if you're not a dog person, these stories are actually pretty cool. I've listened to a couple of them myself, and I like them a lot. So get ready to sit, stay, and roll over with excitement for Parcast's new series, Dog Tales. Visit parcast.com slash dogtales or search for Dog Tales in the Spotify app and listen free today. Now, let's get back to Lace Morris, uninterrupted, for the remainder of the podcast. Let's talk about your boob job. Um, <laughs> so, tell everybody exactly the thought process you had going into it. Was this a, a no-brainer for you? Was this something that... For years, this is something you've wanted to do, or is it something that came up recently? Like, just tell everybody exactly how it all came about. So, I have wanted a boob job since I was, I think, eighteen. I just, I've always had the smallest boobs. It's, it's more uncomfortable having the small boobs that I had because I just fidget a lot, and I was just very insecure. And I think that's a big part of my insecurity. Is I, I just never felt hot like other women and felt like a woman. And I know it's not all about materialistic things and stuff, but it's just the way I've always felt. But I've dealt with it because I was too scared to get the surgery. I'm scared of surgery anyways. And I just didn't have the money or I, I don't know, I was just scared. And I was scared of people's judgments as well. But then uh, my best friend in the whole wide world came to me after and he's like, you know what? I think it's time after this breakup that you really pull the trigger on Getting a boob job, it's something you've always wanted. This is your chance to just make a whole new you after this breakup. And so that was the thought process process of it. And I reached out to um, Murphy's uh, plastic surgery. And I know a girl there. And I know a bunch of people who got their boobs done there. And I know they're really great. So I went there and it all just worked out. So, And I pulled the trigger and did it. <laughs> so it was something that so this is something that's been on your mind for a while this isn't like, oh yes my, and, and like i had my mom for years telling me please don't do that you're beautiful the way you are and i know that and i accept that and that's why i tried so hard to live with it for so long and like i didn't want to seem like um what's the right way to say it? i wanted to accept my body the way it is right so it's taken that long but i just i'm so glad i did it i was gonna say so what like can or can you tell us like what it went to like, what are you at now? <laughs> or is What's it... that? Is? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't mind. Um, it, so the doctor is really good at telling you, like, what's good for your body or not. And he didn't let me go too big or too small. And I'm glad I didn't go smaller. 
but I'm glad I didn't go bigger. But I, I did a 485cc, which is basically, I didn't, the girl at the bra store measured me wrong the first time, but I'm now actually a 32 double D, but it, it's not that, that big on me. Like a lot of people that have seen me are like, wow, that is the perfect size. It's not too big. It's like perfect. Yeah. Well, I, Cause I'm tall. Cause I'm tall. So yeah. And I've seen your pictures on your Instagram story and your, yeah. and your Instagram by no means, as I mean, you're, you don't look like a porn star. Put it that way, you know. It's not like yeah. you're spilling out of your top every, th- every time Absolutely you wear not. something. Yeah. No, it's very, it's very well sized, and I would have never have guessed. Like when I hear the words double D, you immediately think like, "Holy shit!" Huge. Yeah, huge. Yeah. Well, if you were to see, it's not that big. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it doesn't, and in, just in pictures, yeah, it yeah. doesn't look ginormous. It looks fitting for your body, right. and exactly. Um, so, on a surgery like that. How like nervous were you going in? Did you almost back out of this thing or what? Yeah. Um, it didn't hit me until like a couple and I was scared shitless. Like I just, I hate pain. I just, I freaked out and I was just kind of emotional the couple days leading up to it. And when you get in the bed, I'm like, I was like shaking, but the anesthesiologist like starts talking to you. Like everyone told me and they, we were just talking about traveling and the story. Next thing I know I'm out. And then I wake up and you know, and you're in pain you're like, Oh shit. <laughs> so, how long is scary, how, but how long does terrible. that surgery take an hour or less? <laughs> oh, okay. So it's not too bad. Um, Mm-mm. and then you are what laid up for where you have to wear like a bandage around you for a week or so. Yeah, I was, I was definitely out for a whole week with not working or anything. And you have to have someone there taking care of you. Just even setting up someone has to set you up. It's so bad. Oh, I'm really? not going to lie about the recovery. It's, it's harsh. Isn't there something too about like raising your arms and using your arm and then like, you can't go to the yeah, gym obviously. No, I, right? I, yeah, I still can't, I can go to the gym for legs now, but I can't do upper body for another like two to three weeks, I think. When did you get it done? Wasn't it in October 1st? Uh, yeah, October 1st. Yep. Okay. So, God, we're six weeks out, and you still can't even go to the gym? Oh, we're already six weeks out. No, I can go to the gym. Uh, I mean, for I'm upper body stuff, like doing arm. Uh, just to be cautious. It's Yeah, you just I, I don't want to ruin anything. I'll wait just a little longer just to be safe. Okay. Um, so, obviously, that was that played a major role for you in terms of being able to do it. And, like, do you feel totally different now because of it do you get i oh i definitely feel more confident i can tell you without a doubt i am like so much calm if you don't even realize it either i just i'm more confident i feel sexier i guess you could say but i'm like still not like flaunting it like i'll show my boobs here and there but i just feel i feel good about myself it's like literally one of the best decisions i've ever made i wish i would have done it sooner well that's good to hear because i think a lot of people think that immediately it's like yeah. some, some vain thing if you go get your boobs yeah, done. Yeah, you're, you're just doing it for attention or whatever, or you shouldn't do it because it's a risky thing. I don't know. No. I mean, I'm so happy I did it, and I went to the right place, and it's great. Well, that's good. I'm glad yeah. that uh, I'm glad that things have gone better with that. Um, since then, uh, like you said, it was about six weeks ago. Work-wise, what have you been doing and what have you been up to? Um, I actually went full force in real estate because when I was with Russell, I kind of, I just wasn't myself. I didn't know who I was. I wasn't motivated and I did real estate here and there. And then I just kind of knew I had to do something and it just worked out. And I was, I've been busy the last few months, you know, just doing real estate and then, you know, my social media stuff and it's been fun. What have you been doing social media wise? Are you doing any ads? I haven't looked recently. Um, I've been doing some, I, I did some big ones this year, but only I've done less, but like more, I guess, but there've been really cool ones. Like I did that hard rock. I got to go eat food and share their new menu and it was fun. I've had some fun ads. Ooh, for hard rock. What else? Yeah. What have I missed? Um, Ooh, at the beginning of the year I got to go, um, I did a pledge for this vape company, but they didn't want to show the vape. It was just more about doing a pledge of like something you've always wanted to do, but we're too scared to do it. So I went race car driving in new Orleans and they like set it all up. It was amazing. Wait, weren't you recently in Paris? Oh, that was just for work. That was just me and my mentor, like going and just having a good time. Oh, that wasn't ad related, but you did, no. but you did go to Paris. Yes. How was Paris? Well, like, Paris was good, but we went to Switzerland and that was even more amazing. Everyone should go to Switzerland. <laughs> oh, you went to Switzerland. Oh, it's so beautiful there. Had you ever been? No, I've never been, and I can't wait to go back. I actually want to go hiking next time I go. What would you do there? 
ate, hung out, <laughs> be toured. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Were you like, how long were you there? A week? Yes, I was there a week. Well, damn. Look at you, Miss. I know. It was fun. Miss I know. I've, I've done so much since the breakup. Like, ever since the breakup, it's nothing against him. It's just. I just have to do it for myself and I just there's things that have been on my bucket list and I just turned 30 a week ago and just trying to live my best life I guess they say. <laughs> yeah. What's it? Yeah, you're living your best life. Um any But note? I'm doing it for myself and just trying to find me, you know, and make myself happy. So what what, what would you say is the biggest thing that makes you happy now? Uh, definitely success. Just being successful. I noticed like working makes me feel so much better about myself and I wasn't doing that. So I just feel better there. But, um, I've realized the hardest part is being alone. I have struggled with that. So getting my own place and just hanging out with my dog, I've actually enjoyed it so much. And there's nights where I just stay in with her and it's hard for me to say no to going out, but being alone is the biggest struggle, but it's been the most rewarding. So has, so basically have you always either had a female roommate or a boyfriend roommate? Um, I've always had a boyfriend for one, so I've never been alone. And I hate saying that, but it's, it's just the way it's been. And I, yeah. was, I think insecurities, but that's why I kind of wanted to take this six months through a year just to be alone and do it for myself. Cause I've never done it. I've always just had pockets of being single and yeah, I've always lived with my parents or I had a roommate. I've, n- I've had one apartment alone, but that was during the bachelor time. I think I was there three months total out of the whole year because of the, all the bachelor stuff. Yeah. So this is my first time actually really, truly being alone. So you are on your own now and have been since, when did you move into your place? Wasn't it like this summer? Um, yeah, I moved in in June. Yeah. Okay. So right after the Russell. Or maybe July. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It was right after the Russell breakup. Okay. Um, yeah. One other thing that we talked about the last podcast that I was just curious to get an update on. Remember, um, we talked about uh, your drinking because it became a huge storyline on um, Ben's season. Yeah, um, totally. How are you with that? You know, I tried to take two months off when I was with Russell just to, like, save our relationship, which clearly didn't help anyways, but it felt good just to do it. But I love my drinking, and I'm not going to lie about it. I just need to keep it in check and make sure that I don't black out like I used to. So I think it's more controlled, but I still drink a lot. Like, I love drinking. It's just... I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the big thing is like, and, I mean, right. people like to drink, but if, if I drink to have fun now and like, actually like, I don't do it just for the wrong reasons and get hammered and cause problems. I try like, I try not to do that anymore, you know? So I don't know. I'm just enjoying my drinking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you're not drinking to black out like you were before or drinking to like drown your sorrows essentially. Cause that's yeah, yeah, like yeah, you're doing yeah. before. Yeah. I'm enjoying, yeah, I don't know how else to put it. <laughs> no, that's good. I mean, like I said, last time we talked about it, it was, you know, it was an issue I think for you. so long, I just didn't have control on it, and I would just let it control me, and i just get hammered. And, I mean, I still get drunk, don't get me wrong, but I, it's nothing like it used to be, and I, obviously I'm growing up, too. But Well, yeah, I think that uh, that certainly that certainly helps matters because, you know, you get to a point where, at some point, drinking and blacking out every night or, you know, three or four nights a week, it's just like, okay, I have to not do this because it could end up affecting your work as well. Totally. You know, obviously, yeah. you don't want that happening. Um, how long? And I still, I mean, oh, never mind, God. No, I was going to say, how long have you been doing um, the um, realtor work? Where are we at now with this? I got I got my license right before I went on the show, but then I went and acted for a while because you know how busy it is with all the bachelor stuff. So, yeah. Um, I didn't go, I've been doing it fully for like a year now, um, a full year actively selling and working. Okay. So yeah. Oh, okay. I love it. It's fun. Oh, is it? And I'm on a really good team. Oh yeah. I'm with one of the top agents in Denver and she's my mentor and it's, it's fun. She makes it fun. I think I remember now, now that I think back on it, uh-huh. I think I remember ba- back when I was finding out like all the women that were on Ben's season and I was you know was told about a lace morris uh she's a realtor in denver i remember finding your real your realtor page back then as well oh I think, really i think i, I used that link what it was i was so new then i didn't know what i was doing <laughs> and now and now it's funny now that i think about that that because i was like i don't even remember how i found out you were on the show like i can't i can't some people i remember off the top of my head like oh yeah i remember that person told me this right. person was a contestant but with you 
man, I can't remember how I found out about you. Huh. Somebody must obviously somebody told me. But I know I, it's been, it's I, I been so long. <laughs> I can't remember. Like Ben was what two thousand? When did you film Ben season twenty? I filmed in the in two thousand fifteen, but it aired in 16. aired in sixteen. And okay, then, so you filmed. In, yeah. So yeah, you're four years from filming that season. I mean, Peter's always Peter's. <laughs> yeah, Peter's so irrelevant. <laughs> Peter's coming up on his you know, final rose ceremony this weekend. And yeah, this is, this is the time four years ago where, I mean, you had already been eliminated because you were off yeah, yeah, yeah. three episodes, but was it three or two? I left on the third episode on my own. That's right. That's right. You left in the third episode and, uh, yeah. Cause Ben didn't look at you right at the rose ceremony. Or Shut up. <laughs> whatever. Whatever like, can we talk about something relevant? Oh my God. <laughs> Still funny though. I mean, it's, I know it is. It is funny to laugh at. You know what's the best is that SNL did such a perfect skit about me. Oh yeah, <laughs> Cecily Strong. Like even that, look. I mean, she, she did, even she looks like perfect. you. I, mean, I she... know, and her dress looked. I know it was so perfect. If anyone Google SNL on me. Yeah, I mean it. I, it it's, it's good. It's good. It certainly helped because Cecily Strong looks like you, and that was made it so much. It was like, oh my gosh, this is. This is right. and this is before I really even knew you, and I was like, "Wow, they're really nailing this one." And then I got to know you, and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, they really nailed I'm actually this really one. cool." <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, here we are, five, four years later. But then you went yep. on Paradise. That so you went on Paradise summer of 2016, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I think you came on the podcast in 2017. Seven. Yeah. Yep. So it's been a couple years. And now wow. we're about to go into 2020. Wow. 2020. I know. Time Jesus. goes so fast. Would you ever do Paradise again? <laughs> I don't know. I've been asked a couple of times. I don't know if I'm single in June. It's a possibility. But I don't know if I want to go back that way. I don't know. <sighs> I mean, I kind I'm of. Thir- I don't know. Knowing that I'm 30 now, maybe not. <laughs> I was going to say, I just kind of feel like it'd be kind of. I don't a- know that I want to backtrack. Yeah. I was going to say, I feel like it'd be kind of. A- a backward step for you if you yeah. went on Paris. I mean, it sounds fun, but maybe I'll be in a relationship and then who knows? <laughs> yeah, you might. You might. Be, be June is far mind. away, but that will also be one year. And, so, you know. Yeah, it'll be one year from Russell. It'll be six months, basically, roughly six months from now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I just feel like, especially after everything that you've done and progress that you've made, I just don't know if I need you back on Paradise. <laughs> No. But that's just my personal bias. I don't want to see. You. <laughs> I don't want to see you on Paradise. But I mean, if you did right. it, if you did it, you did it. I wouldn't like. I'm not right. gonna sit here and try and talk you out of it. But yeah. um, I think you know. I mean, you've been through it, so you know what to expect. Uh, I mean, you know how brutal social media can be on people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Just, just you going on will immediately elicit responses of. Who's this bitch? Why is she on the show? Like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> you know, just the, the hate that you would have to deal with just for going on. This is before you even film a thing. It's just going to be. I don't know. I mean, why is she I on? People, I don't know that people would be that hateful, but who knows? Well, just ge- just generic. Why is she on? Like, we want to see Peter's girls because it's going to be. Mo- I mean, that's the other thing you have to deal with. Is next season's Paradise cast is going to be made up of most? What do you mean? I make I make great TV. I think people would enjoy me coming back. What are you talking about? You you do make good TV. Um, I think one thing that'll suck, and it probably worked for you the first time, was because you were with the girls from Ben's season. Like you were with your girls that you knew. You go on a Paradise season now, you are going to be fish out of water because there's not going to be any girls from your season. It's going to be yeah. mostly a bunch of 23 to 25-year-olds from Peter's season who are all going to be clicky with each other. It's just that I'm looking at it that way as opposed to how you could be on the show. Just that I think a lot of people right. do it because they're going on with like, oh, my girls from my season are on. It'll be so much easier because I'll feel comfortable with my girls. You'd kind of be out there yeah. on an island by yourself. You're not going to know too many people, I don't think. That's where it would get kind of, eh. Yeah, definitely. You know, so... So you're not going on. Good. <laughs> okay, thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, and I'm just, oh, I'm just laying it. out the positives and negatives. The positives, you could meet the no, fucking, fucking love of your life on that show. Who knows? But. Um, no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> you're good. Um, yeah, plus you don't want to take time off. You're doing realtor stuff. You don't want, you're selling houses. You don't want to take a break to go down to Mexico. Yeah, I'm busy. I'm busy and boring now. Just kidding. However... <laughs> I mean, let's face it, it's Mexico, 
it's bikini time and you have a new body. I mean, there's that. Positive. I mean, in that, it, that is a thought. It's crossed my mind about that part. Yeah. It's just like, hey, this is. But hey, a, that's what Instagram's for. Yeah. <laughs> that's so, okay. So that basically means more, yeah. bi- more bikini shots on um, Instagram and Instagram story. How about that? I got to get, I got to get all new bikinis now anyway. Oh, that's right. I was going to say like. Oh, that's another thing that I wanted to ask about that. They don't fit. They literally don't fit. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine they would, right? I mean, yeah, how could they? No. <laughs> what about yeah. just regular clothes? Do you have to get a whole new war- not a whole new No, wardrobe, the clothes but... the clothes are fine. Oh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, clothes are fine, bras and bikinis aren't, basically. Yep. Okay. Yep, yep. <sighs> well, so. Okay. Well, it's been good yeah. good bra talk. Good good, good yeah. boob talk <laughs> with you. Um where are, you, where, where are you headed? Where are you going now? What, what do you got the rest of this week? What are you doing for Thanksgiving? Um, You know what? I think my family's hosting and they want to do barbecue this year. So just kind of switching it up and oh, so not hang like... out with friends and drink and have a good time. <laughs> I love Thanksgiving. I think it's one of the best holidays. And you're going to be with, so you're going to be with family. Your family is in, your family's in Denver, right? Or yeah, all of them in Colorado. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, okay. So you're doing family out there uh you're gonna drink you're not gonna get blacked out on thanksgiving <laughs> i don't know my dad loves doing car bombs so we'll see car bombs oh yeah he, that's his thing every time wait what are car, Who wants the car bombs wait, wait irish car bombs what are those is that a shot you don't know what an irish shop? car bomb is uh no i don't think so, so. drink <laughs> i drink but is is it is it a way to drink it's or the, is it a type of drink? No, so you take the Guinness and then you put a shot of, or you take a shot of Bailey's and Jameson and then you either drop it in there and pour it in there or whatever and take them together. And oh, okay. It's just like chocolate milk. <laughs> okay, I just googled it. And I'm seeing what it is. It's a shot. There you go. It's a shot inside a drink. Okay, that's like okay. Yeah. So I'm th- it's like it's a sake bomb, but except not with sake. Gotcha. Sure, sure. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. You don't know what a sake bomb is? Do you drink? I. <laughs> I'm surprised. That's all. Uh, yeah, I didn't know what Irish car bomb was. Oh, okay. I yeah. Th- okay. Um, I knew what. A, <laughs> I should have probably put two and two together since all I knew right, what a sake bomb was. Done. <laughs> Irish car bomb. So, okay. Um. Uh, oh, it's it's. Oh, by the way, it's also called an Irish slammer or an Irish bomb shot. In case you didn't know, mm. that's according. Is, to, that's according to Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, that's according to Wikipedia. All right. Um. Right. Well, it was great talking to you again, Lace. Um, yeah, it was so good. Thanks for having me. And we will we will be in touch and uh, talk to you soon. Okay. Have Bye. A day. Bye. Thank you to Lace for that. Um, as you could tell, probably a different interview than you expected with someone like Lace in that I've spoken to Lace so many times, uh, either in text conversations or over the phone, that I didn't want to sit here and do like some formal interview like, like I usually do. Just wanted it to be a little bit more fun. Um talking about her breakup, talking about, you know, getting her, getting her boobs done and, you know, the thought process behind it, because I know, you know, just hearing what she said, I think there's a stigma out there about why people get them and whatnot. And this is somebody who's, I can even tell it um, in the last couple of weeks that I've been speaking with her, that her confidence is really shot up and she's just, I can tell that she knows she looks better and, you know, look good, feel good, you know, and that's, uh, I think that's definitely the case when it comes to lace. So, uh, thank you to her, uh, for coming on. Uh, now let's get to our weekly temptation Island talk. Last week we had on Gavin rocker this week. We have on his other half, Sonica Vieira, uh, for temptation Island talk. So get ready as here is Sonica. Let's bring her in. Um, she is the one half of the Gavin and Isonica couple. It is Isonica Vieira. Isonica, how are you? Hey, I'm okay. How are you? I'm good. Um, I want to first start start off with something that has been brought up numerous times to me this season, or just people commenting on it, is your name of Isonica. Okay. Where did it come from? <laughs> Such an interesting question. Um, Asanika actually came from my father. He named me, and it's after his name. So it was just like an original thing. My father named all his daughters from his name. So it's just like a, a girl version of him. Oh, <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, I, I figured it was something family-related, but everyone seems to really love it because it's not a name that we've ever heard. Like, I don't know anybody named Sonica outside of you. And then I, I may be the one and only. I know. Look at you. Like I even Googled, I even Googled the word Asonica just to see if any other name, any other people came up, and nothing. It's everything is Asonica Gavin, Temptation Island. Everything uh, is Temptation yeah. Island related. So, um, our, or Asonica related. Yes. Hello. <laughs> so here we go. Um, I talked to Gavin last week, and I'm really uh-huh. bummed. I mentioned it to you off air i mentioned it last week in my column that i was like oh crap i can't believe i didn't ask him about the feet and sucking uh-huh. the toes um but uh-huh. before we get to that uh-huh. what would you say um you know we know gavin's answer so i want to get your side on the things that i asked him first off in, in just talking about going on this show what do you think your issues were in your relationship with him that brought you to temptation island well, I'm always the type of girl that really likes to know what she's dealing with 100%. And I always wish I could have more of an intel of like what's going on when I'm not around. So that was like a plus for me <laughs> with, you know, going on the show. I was like, well, it's an opportunity to kind of see a part, you know, that you may miss in the real world. So I thought that would be a plus and um, just a way to get to have a, a better idea of how he would feel when we were separate. You know? Yeah. And I think that, uh, you know, you guys, I think he had mentioned that there were um, there were trust issues on, on your end. Right. And this was almost his way to prove to you that he that you can trust him was kind of. Yeah. The thinking? Okay. There were definitely trust issues on our end. And, you know, I had reasons for doing so. It's just not like I just have trust issues. You know, he just always had an issue with being 100 percent, you know, team me. Yeah. So I thought that it would have been a good way for him to prove that he is team me. Yeah. And one thing I've noticed through five episodes is, and could say this for, you know, and three, and I brought this up with the other people that I've spoken to with, with the two Ashley's and Casey and, and, um, uh, and Rick, um, you know, three of the four couples, were basically brought on by the guys. Gavin brought you on, and uh, mm-hmm. Casey brought Ashley on, and uh, Dave brought Kate on. Whereas Ashley G brought Rick on. So, True. so through five episodes, I'm watching you, and you, and I don't know. Maybe it just took you a while to get used to things while you were there. You really look bothered that you're on this show. Like you kept, you keep bringing up the fact that you. It just seems like you don't want to be there. And is it is that accurate or are you just like, I don't know. Um, yeah, no, 100% I don't want to be there. Okay. Like, I don't. And that's the exact emotion on my face. Like, I questioned everything from the beginning. And, um, you know, I guess you can't tell. You can tell everything on my face. I was I was saying to everyone before, like, you know, I had my time adjusting. I used to be in my room or like crying or just kind of sad. It was a def- definitely something different for me to adjust to. Yeah. And it, it, it you definitely wear your heart on your sleeve. I can definitely I think we all can see how you feel about <laughs> things. You're very outspoken and it's and it's really good to see. And I think with you, you know, the other thing that you've done and maybe this is out of necessity or maybe it was out of the fact that you just didn't want to date around is, you know, through th- through the three dates that we've seen you on, it's been Kareem every time. And, um, you know, mm-hmm. uh, when you guys when you guys met uh, the singles the first night, I asked Gavin, yeah. you know, did you think Kareem was going to be somebody that Asanika was into? And he said, absolutely. Like, I kind of knew that that was the type of guy he said, you know, he's got a beard like me. He's you know, good looking guy. Like, you know, he, he wasn't surprised. Um, yeah. Were, were you team Kareem? Like all the way, were you always like, yeah, that's the, if, if I am going to be interested in somebody, this is the guy. Well, at first I kept to myself. I wasn't really like looking for anybody in particular to connect with or bond with at all. So no, you know, I really tried to be by myself. And um, in time, we kind, he kind of like warmed up and we just started to have conversations. But I, I wasn't out there like, yeah, that's the one. No. OK, so we're five episodes in. What what um, where are we at with Kareem with how close he can get to you? Are we are we at elbow length, arm length? Where are we at now with you guys in your little <laughs> game, little game that you're playing with him? <laughs> well, definitely. So it's past arm length by the elbow length. And the last time you see it, 
we seem I got like a kiss on my cheek. So he's definitely been supportive to me. And what I need to express more than anything is just he's just been a good friend. And that's why I was even so comfortable with just opening up because I'm a type of person that would just not, you know, open up to anyone and just kind of really be in my own world. But you know, he showed me that he had a, you know, a genuine vibe about him that just allowed me to feel comfortable with being myself. And he beat you in flip cup. We all saw that. Uh, <laughs> he sure did, man. I suck at all of those drinking games. <laughs> now, when you, when you talk about opening up the very uh-huh. first, the very first day of the season, um, we, Gavin went with Tanita and he's, yeah. in, he's in the car and he's talking to her and he says on that date, he didn't know if Sonica was the one. And that's the right. clip you're shown at Bonfire, of course. Mm-hmm. When you watched that back, you were not too thrilled to hear that, right? Yeah, I wasn't thrilled at all. Because for me, our purpose of coming on the show was not for him to question if I was the one. It was for him to prove that I was the one. So right then and there, I felt like we had to disconnect a little bit. Yeah, and it's tough because you can't. You know, text him at the end of the night, call him at the end of the night. You're just now stuck with another, you know, that 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 first bonfire was, I would think, within the first probably three or four days you were there. Now you've got to right. get three and a half weeks of like, wait, what, you know, what do I do now? Like my boyfriend just <laughs> told some random stranger on a first date. He doesn't know if I'm the one. <laughs> right. That can be a little heartbreaking. Yeah. And um, and then on his clip, I think it was the first clip that he saw of you. Was that was that the one where you mentioned he um, didn't show much interest in your culture? Was that the was that the first one, or maybe it might have been the second one? But uh, no, I don't think that. No, that was just a conversation that we had at the house. Um, I think the first day was when we did like the canoeing. But um, what was the question? The uh, <laughs> well, no, I was saying that you said that to Kareem, and I think that was a clip that he definitely saw. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay. saw that clip. So mm-hmm. is that something that really struck a nerve or was that literally a piece that basically production had to pull out of a clip to show, to give Gavin something to look at? I mean, was it, is it, or is it a big deal to you that Gavin yeah. really hasn't well, shown a lot of interest? Well, I definitely, for the whole experience there in the house, I spoke so much about Gavin, like everything that came out of my mouth was Gavin this, Gavin that, Gavin this, Gavin that, you know? So, I mean, there comes a point in time where everything can't be positive because then that would be unrealistic. So, you know, they did get that part when I just opened up a little bit about, you know, him maybe just not showing as much interest as I would like in that particular area. And, um, you know, that's a big part of who I am. So it's important to me. It was just interesting that I was the only thing that kind of played because 20 minutes before then I said a bunch of positive things. But, you know, my culture is who I am and I would appreciate, you know, my partner to understand that part about me. Yeah. And you are 2017's Miss Virgin Islands. Um, So (laughs) you guys, you guys have never, (laughs) you've never been to the Virgin Islands with Gavin? No, and I keep talking about it, like, you know, we need to go to Carnival together and stuff like that. He's like, I'll see, we'll see, we'll see. I was like, okay. (laughs) Uh Um, And then in another date, we see him uh, paragliding with Medina, and he told me last week, like, dude, I'm petrified of heights. Like, I can't stand any Yeah, he is. Were you laughing at the fact that they stuck him on a paragliding date? Did you, like, get a chuckle out of that? I did laugh at that. That was actually pretty funny because <laughs> I know that's exactly how he reacts. And I was like, perfect. I hope you're just as uncomfortable as me, finally. <laughs> and not only not only that, I think he legitimately got sick or he was going to feel <laughs> sick uh, on, on that date. Um, and then the last one we saw, I believe, was uh, the one. I can't remember the clip that um, you we saw that he saw of you, but the one that he, that the one that you saw of him was, um, or he, he talked about it at the, at the bonfire was the complimenting. He says he feels like Mm. he does, but then you ask an hour later and it's not enough. So he thinks he does compliment you enough. You don't think he does. Who, who's going to give in and say they're wrong here? Or is it just somewhere in the middle where something's being lost in communication? (sighs) Well, 
definitely some stuff are being lost in communication. I just also don't like the fact that he's making it seem like I'm insecure and I'm like begging for a compliment because that's not the case. And I know personally, you know, for me, I don't mind giving compliments. You know, if I was a billionaire, I'd give away, give it away like it was money because it meant nothing to me, you know, making someone feel good. So that's just where we differ, I guess. You know, for me, it's no big deal. If I can tell you you're beautiful a million times and for him, he thinks once is good enough. Okay. And, you know, that's just where the miscommunication lays. I see. He, yeah, he just he did. He made it seem that he can say it once. And um, if, you know, you question it later on, he's just like, I don't know what, you know, what's enough. Why do I have to keep saying right. it? Why do I have to keep saying it? Um, so when you go, when, when you got harsh. to the island um, and you saw all the couples, I'll ask you your opinion as I've asked everybody else who's been on. Um, I mm-hmm. want to ask you your first opinion, your first impression of the couples once you got to the island. So what did you, when you started spending a little bit of time, you got off the boat, you're mingling around mm-hmm. the house. What were your mm-hmm. first impressions of Casey and Ashley? My first impressions of Casey and Ashley was that they looked pretty adorable together and they seemed pretty secure in their relationship. Yeah. They actually reminded me of Gavin and myself a lot um, when I looked you know, at them on first sight. Yeah. Uh, Kate and David, they seemed real quiet. Like I was wondering, you know, what issues could they possibly have, yeah. you know? <laughs> And then Ashley and Rick, I knew they were going to be wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that seems to be the consensus is that Ashley and Rick were the ones that were the louder ones and arguing the most and bickering. Um, Kate and Dave were, you know, just kind of how they've come across. Like she's really um, wanting to know where he was at and he's just very monotone and monotonous and and the way he speaks yeah. and the way he acts, he's not the most excitable guy in the world and <laughs> was tough to read. And then Ashley and Casey were basically like prom king and queen. Like that's the way right. people looked at them. Um, you know, when when you – did you ever watch season one? Like when Gavin brought this up to you, how, mm-hmm. how, how did he approach it with you and what made you say, okay, you know, fine? Because it sounds like you – I'm guessing at some point in the beginning of this process you were like, I don't want to do this. Why, why do we have to do this? Like – Correct. So that was definitely so, my first response. Okay. So were you thinking like, all right, I'll do it, but we're never going to get picked anyway, so it won't matter. Is was that more your thinking? That was exactly my thinking. I was like, he came to me, told me, oh, we got this show, Temptation Island. It's about the couple to test the relationship. I think it's something that we should try. I'm just like, really? Why would we want to do something like that? Like, I just kind of feel like we're playing with fire yeah. a little bit, and you know, then. Gavin is very persuasive and know how to sweet talk. So, you know, he persuaded me and showed me all the pros about it. He's like, well, you know, it's better we know now. We're going to get to be in a beautiful island, yada, yada, yada. And I was like, I guess you have some real good points. Part of me realistically thought, like, it wasn't even going to be a possibility. So I was just kind of playing along with him, like, sure, okay, whatever. I'll just do whatever, you know. And then all of a sudden, we're, like, going on a plane to meet these people. And I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, I was going to say, were you at any point? thinking of maybe not going through with it and backing out many times hmm. yes and he talked you into it just like hey let's just yeah we'll get through this you know kind of like what yeah. every couple says at the beginning hey we're gonna get through this we're tight we're good and then yes and then many happens. times i doubted i, I think um are, are, did you ever watch season one once you realized okay we're gonna be on it maybe i should take a look at this or you didn't sure care no to. sure did don't want to go nowhere completely blindfolded now <laughs> <laughs> and when you watched it, you were like, oh, my God, like this is this is like this is real. Like it's not this. It, yes, it's a, it's a TV show, but mm-hmm. they're you know, you're spending 30 days with someone of the opposite sex. You you could or he could legitimately right. fall for somebody else. Like You just don't know. Because <laughs> because I'm guessing in the year and a half that you and Gavin have been together at no point were you ever a part of each other apart from each other for 30 days, probably not even two days. You know, I'm guessing. Yeah, not that long. Yeah, at all. I'm guessing you're in each other's lives. At, you know, at some point, either talking or texting or seeing each other, uh, probably a day doesn't go by where that doesn't happen in your everyday life. So that's definitely, definitely. And I try to tell him that too. You know, I was like, listen, thirty days is a lot. You know, he's like, thirty days ain't nothing. I'm like, dude, 
That's a long time. You ain't listening. Ha- have, <laughs> have you, I know you said in the beginning about possible, uh, you know, trust issues and whatnot. I know that mm-hmm. Gavin does, he, he does some bouncing at a club, right? That's what he yep. does. So uh-huh. he's continuously on the night that he bounces, seeing good looking women walking into a club, you know, right. dressed to the nines. And, you know, we know how that goes in the, in the club world. Have you ever experienced it yourself? Like, at the, have you ever gone to his work and seen it? Or is it, how, where did this trust issues, I guess, formulate? Yeah. Well, yeah, I have gone to, like, his place of work and seen it for myself, you know, and just kind of see how a little, like, flirtatious he could be or sometimes, you know, not even pay me that much mind because, you know, he wants to look a certain way, you know. And um, we had issues before because, you know, the way he communicates with people in person at his job and also sometimes on, you know, social media. So I definitely, you know felt some type of way about those type of things and he's a good looking guy so i guess it comes with it right yeah and i think i think what gavin said last week when i asked him i go wasn't there a a, some sort of cheating incident and he said yeah but you know it's debatable because you know (laughs) sonic and i weren't like you know official official or something like that Um, right he makes it seem like i had a relationship in my head alone (laughs) so that's how he gets away with that one Well, I mean, it's been it's been an interesting ride. Obviously, when uh, episode six airs tonight, uh, there's going to be some new stuff uh, coming to the forefront. I mean, it's kind of been a lot of you know recently in the last couple episodes with mm-hmm. the Dave and Kate stuff. Let, let me ask you your opinion on this. Mm-hmm. Um, you saw it. Uh, you saw the clip uh, out mm-hmm. there. You saw when it aired uh, last week. Um, mm-hmm. Kate's reaction. We're going to start off tonight's episode with the with the back end of Kate's reaction to what she saw. Right. Um, I mean, how did you feel? Uh, just as a woman yourself, how did you feel about yeah. watching that clip? Uh, watching that clip as a woman, and also you know, building a relationship with the girls, I felt hurt and I was shocked. You know, just to see something like that. Of course, you know, it's just it makes you question oh my god what are the many possibilities after seeing this even with yourself so it definitely threw me for a for a loop so you know it only gets better or worse (laughs) i know and and obviously throws throws kate for a loop and this was a couple that you know um from their intro video and the things that they've said in the first few episodes i mean they're their quote unquote rules they set for each other were fairly strict. It was, you know, no, no kissing, certainly no naked in a shower with somebody, and certainly no naked in bed with two other women. Uh, I mean, she's, <laughs> she's got to be pretty floored at this point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, I know it's a lot to deal with. It's yeah. definitely hard to handle. And, uh, I don't know. I just say how quickly we forget, you know? Because I think when you go onto this show, obviously you know that your boyfriend is on another island with with a bunch of women who are, are tempting him, and no matter what rules you set for him, and what rules he sets for you, there there could be a chance for a connection, and maybe you will see at some point your boyfriend kiss another girl or be close to another girl or or whatever the case may be. But it's a I think it's a completely different thing because you know maybe someone that is a, a starts out as a friend and somebody develops something to where they're on a nice beach and you know and they he leans over and kisses her that's mm-hmm. to, that's totally different than seeing what Kate saw you know like you think it, you think that's worse <laughs> well i mean it's just it, it's it's worse in such a shocking manner that it's like i don't know how Kate i i'm honestly i to, to me to be honest with you and i have no idea how this this ends up i know you guys have filmed the reunion show i don't know what happens there honestly after i saw that when i did and then I saw it again when it played out last episode. I don't see how there's any way she stays with him. And if she does, I think she's making excuses for him because she made it pretty clear what she wanted out of this relationship, and he's yeah. failed. And he's failed. I mean, based based on what we've seen. Um, and so this is true. You know, there are many possibilities I've learned in this whole experience. You'll be surprised what love can make people do. Yeah. No. I and I and I totally get that too. And I I understand that's maybe something like that. I mean. Dave is certainly going to, um, you know, say we saw it last episode. Like, hey, I, I, 
I can't believe I did that. I, I know I've broken her trust. Like he's, it's not like he's thriving in it. Um, right. You know, but he still does some other things and, you know, he can call it emotionless threesome as much as he wants. The fact is he's still, <laughs> you know, he's basically saying like, look, it was just all physical. We had, we were drunk and we got all physical, but still that I'm sure Kate doesn't see it that way. Um, right. You know, I mean, this is, it, it's, it's going to be interesting how it plays out, especially with you and, and Gavin and everybody else like this is um, I, I at the end of all this, obviously you can't give away the ending, but the, at the end of all this, were mm-hmm. you, was this experience what you expected? Was it way harder than you expected? Was it just about right? What's your overall take on your experience? Um, My overall take on the experience is it was definitely harder than I expected. You know, um, I learned a lot just with myself and also being able to learn myself through people. And, you know, you just you just never know how things could be or and uh, I don't know. It just takes my words away, honestly. But I think I grew as a person nonetheless. And that's what that's the positive thing I'll take from the experience. That seems that that seems to be the take that a lot of people have gotten is this like, yeah, we might have went in as a couple, but you learn more about yourself. um, Yeah. And it becomes an individual thing uh, when you're out there, you know. Right. Because you can't love anybody unless you love yourself first. Remember that, Steve. You got it. No, I I totally agree. So, Asanika, thank you so much uh, for coming on. We'll definitely uh, be watching tonight, Temptation Island, USA Network, 10, 9 Central. Asanika, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. No problem. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you very much to Asanika for that and to Lace before her. A couple good conversations this week. I appreciate you all tuning in and listening to this. As I mentioned last week, this podcast, I know that you want me to talk to you know the latest people in Bachelor Nation, the hot people in Bachelor Nation, the most talked about people in Bachelor Nation, and it's it's just really tough now because they are really cracking down. They are telling people specifically to not come on my podcast. People like Luke Parker who don't care to work with him anymore just don't listen, I guess, and that's why he did the podcast. But, you know, the people that are fresh off paradise, trust me, I've asked, and it's been like, hey, man, sorry, I can't. Um, They're really cracking down, you know, maybe when my contract is up, so... I mean, that's where we're at. Unfortunately, that's just the way things are for the first couple years of my podcast. I didn't have to worry about that. I just asked people, and most of them just kind of said yes. But we're at a different time now, and they just want to monitor these people. And obviously, there's a reason for that. There's a reason why. I mean, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure out why they don't want people coming on my podcast. It's not hard to figure out. So, unfortunately... uh, I know a lot of you want to hear me talk to the Bachelor people. I'd be interested in talking to a lot of them that um, I think have good stories, and I definitely want some answers out of just by things we've seen and heard. But that's just the way we're that's where we're at right now, unfortunately. So, but stay with us. Every week we're going to have a guest on this show. We're going to dive into other shows. We're going to talk about other things, and that's just the way this podcast is going to be from here on out, unless ABC just does a one eighty and is like, sure, anybody can go on his podcast. <laughs> it's just. But that's just a pipe dream, unfortunately. So thank you all for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Please, please rate, subscribe, and review in Apple Podcasts. It's so much appreciated. It helps the podcast very much, helps with advertisers, helps with ranking, and um, you just don't know how much it means uh, to, if you want to unsubscribe and resubscribe every week, that's great. Uh, But please take the time to at least rate it. All you got to do is literally hit stars on your phone. Um, if you don't want to leave a comment, that's fine as well. We've gotten a lot of uh, good stuff. We're at like four and a half stars average, which is good. Um, you know, I know not everybody likes the podcast and some people are just going to write negative stuff just to be negative, And I get it. Can't control that. There's nothing I can do, but please, um, if you want to leave a, a nice comment, great. And if you want to, 
if you if you honestly have a constructive criticism of the podcast, I wouldn't leave that in the comments uh, and reviewing on Apple Podcasts just because I don't I don't see those. Those don't come directly to me. And I've maybe checked less than five times in my life uh, what those comments were. Um, If you have a constructive criticism, not just to bitch at me because you want to be a troll, if you have a constructive criticism of the podcast, by all means, email me, steve at realitysteve.com, and hit me up. Um, But thank you again to Lace. Thank you again to Asonica. And don't don't forget, tonight, episode six of Temptation Island, a new couple is somewhat forming. And you probably saw that in the previews last uh, week. But a new couple is forming, and that's going to set somebody off for sure. So, with that said, thank you all for tuning in again. Don't forget, tomorrow's uh, recap with Nell Coulter. She'll have your episode six, Temptation Island recap. Always very funny. Uh, Nell is hilarious. So, you'll like that. So, check that out tomorrow. Watch Temptation Island tonight on USA at 10, 9 central. And, uh, you know... um, this weekend is Peter's final rose ceremony. So I don't know when I'm going to get the answer to the final three breakdown, but when I do, you'll know. I'm not holding out for anything or whatever. So when I find out anything, I will let you know as soon as possible. And we'll go from there. So thank you all for tuning in. I appreciate it. Please rate, subscribe, and review. And we'll be back next week with yet another podcast. So thank you all again. I really appreciate it. For Lace Morris, for Asana Vieira. I'm Reality Steve, and we will talk to you next week. See ya!